back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 2, one, I'm pretty sure Aunt May has Alzheimer's, minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Zach Luna. I'm David Johnson. And I'm Jonathan Carlo. Thanks for joining us again, guys. And today we are talking about Minute 13, which begins with Peter uh, telling Harry that he just wants them to be friends and <sighs> ends with, uh, with Aunt May telling Peter to go home. Just go. Get out of here. Just get get out of here. Just get out of here. Did you see we don't want you anymore? Get out of here. Nobody likes you. No one even showed up to this stupid party. <laughs> Did they have a good time? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we start here. And this this bit with um, if you knew who he was, would you tell me? Mm-hmm. And I, I really like this moment because as an audience member, we know both of their perspectives on the matter. And so we know that Harry is mad because he's taking his silence as him saying, no, I would not tell you if I did. Or, or even that, like, I actually do know who it is and I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Um, Which is making him mad. And then Peter is just like, I mean, it's, it's me and and no, because I don't want to die. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's the most like personal moment of uh the gist of this conversation they've been dancing around for the last two minutes. Uh, that I, I think it's a nice line. I think it's it's nicely um performed in the reaction on Toby's part. Uh, that moment where he almost starts like he might, and then just the the hesitation already feels like a betrayal because, I mean, from. Uh, from Harry's perspective, not only is it like if he did know, et cetera, et cetera, but also from where he's standing, the only reason that Peter has to protect Spider-Man is because he's his like cash cow, you know, like mm-hmm. that's the only established relationship that Harry knows of between Peter and Spider-Man. And that's just um, there's something ugly about that, that that money seems like it's in the way, uh, especially for these two guys that used to be, you know. So close and living together and being supported right. by Harry's father to a good degree. It's um, yeah, it's a good moment. Well, and, and from Harry's perspective, he thinks Peter is using Spider-Man as a cash cow, mm-hmm. and he he his thought process is probably like, dude, just use me. Give me his <laughs> name. I will give you money. I have lots of money. Like I'll just yeah. give you. I'll give you a job. You'll get all the money you could want. I'll make you, I'll make you assistant to the head of the, of the, of the special, <laughs> special projects, uh, special corner. projects <laughs> corner. Yeah. <laughs> you can sit in the corner with me. It'd be nice to have someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's yeah. sad. Yeah, it is. Very now, if we, if we set aside our understanding of the, you know, uh, just everyone having a secret identity and stuff like, it, obviously, he would have to approach it carefully, but what if he did just tell him 
And what if he was able to explain or show him, like, this is what happened. You know, your dad is this, and he killed himself. And what if he did just tell him? Yeah, I I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, well, if you told him the movie would be over, you know, right? Oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah. And, and that's and, and so you have sometimes one of the easiest ways to create conflict in a movie is to have your characters not communicate with each other. Sure. Um, yeah. uh, because as soon as you communicate, it, it tends to diffuse most situations. And so everyone is always hiding stuff all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, this I works think, in real life as well. Yeah, right. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would completely diffuse the situation if he really sat him down and talked to him, especially if, as we'll find out in the next movie, if Harry would just go and talk to Bernard Houseman about Houseman, this. Houseman, right. man, come on. Yeah. He's been holding go, out on us. Yeah. So he knows long. everything. Keeping it all to himself, yeah. I know, I, I do, I think that is part of the tragedy of it in that there's these assumptions that are made um, – the common one in the comics used to be the uh, idea of, oh, I can't ever tell Aunt May because the shock of it would kill her, you know, or <laughs> right. she's an old frail and she might totally die. That there are these like um, uh, these obstacles in the way of clear communication that uh, support the uh, the identity thing, and um, and this is one that hurts because I I also I also fully believe if if they had presented it in the right scenario that Harry would be okay. Um, it's just it's like people. Being too, like the, the the fear of the confrontation is worse than the confrontation itself would be. I guess is where I'm landing on it. Um, mm-hmm. Sad, sad stuff. Uh, but uh, boys are, you know, they're still being childish boys to a certain degree and being very proud and angry. Uh, which is there what they are do. Um, there are two, maybe three. There are actually three bits in the two point one cut that I actually do miss. Uh huh. And one of them is what happens immediately next, which is. He walked Harry when he when when he takes Peter's silence and then walks away. As soon as he walks away, the lights go out and then they start singing "Happy Birthday" and coming out with the cake. <laughs> and it's the most awkward thing, and it is really sad and funny. Um, yeah, in, a, <laughs> in, in an awkward sort of like oh yeah kind of way. Yeah, I wonder if that the decision there was like. Um, if we didn't want to release the tension before this scene, you know, that like uh, we lead out of the awkwardness with Harry yeah. and then we land in the, the money troubles of Aunt May. And oh, then, yeah. Like, no, I, I yeah. absolutely get why they cut it. I mean, it's, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is. It flows better this way for sure. Mm-hmm. But I do really enjoy it when I'm watching the two point. Honestly, we were going we almost did the two point one cut um, and then I watched it and I liked everything except for. The elevator the scene one. is different, and it's yeah. awful. Um, I didn't want to be stuck in the elevator with a guy doing a shtick for two and a half minutes or something like that. It's a really yeah, long well, scene. It's like, yeah, it's a awful. big chunk of the week would just be stuck in that elevator, which, you know. Listening both. to him improv for two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. We love Hal. He's a funny guy. But the, the point of a performance like that is that you find the best part and edit it into the yeah. final film which is what they did in the main cut and you don't just let it play out in full because oh boy um, yeah. oh boy yeah. but here at least yeah here at least that's a fun laugh i man i would like to see that i'm I'll probably one of these weeks in between recording sessions go watch the 2.1 cut just to like have the comparison in my mind because um, mm-hmm. it's good and there's some there's some good bits in there and 
Uh, you know, and you every time they come up, you're like, oh, I see why that was why that was cut. And it, sure. they they feel like deleted scenes that have just been wedged back into the movie. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, with the exception of like, there's a bit in uh, in one of the Doc Ock action sequences where they they end up going through a window in an office building and fighting in the office building, and then oh wow, yeah, yeah. and it's and it's it's really cool. And I wish that was still in there, but everything else. Just feels like a deleted scene that they stuck back in, um, deleted totally. or extended scene. Uh, but I do, I do really like the birthday singing right at the worst <laughs> possible moment. Um, That's good stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So. I, I, I like Toby's doing good face acting again here. I think it's a, it's a good. The way it is works well. Obviously, it'd be fun to have that. But I just want to praise that little bit of face, quiet face acting. The stuff that's like the bread and butter of your day to day on set, but like is very rarely praised or you know. Everybody likes the scenes where people yell or do speeches, but um, most of making a movie work is these reactions, listening and whatnot. Um, yeah. I feel like we're not being hard enough on Harry here because okay. yeah. <laughs> your friend's birthday party is not the appropriate time to be having this conversation. You know what? You're right. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. This is a dick move, Harry. <laughs> this is a dick move. <laughs> We've been so far in the camp of like, oh, well, here's where Harry's coming from. And he's sitting over there in special projects just worrying. And he hasn't talked, spoken to Peter for forever. But you know what? Call him up again or like surprise him at home or something. But on the birthday party prior to cake. Come on, buddy. Come oh, on. Not cool. I'm sure some people behave like that. But I would never at like somebody at somebody's birthday party be like, hey, you know what my beef with you is right now? Hey, you know what? <laughs> Well, they've probably, this is probably the second birthday party, actually, as, as we've been talking about this. You know, he actually probably did take uh, Peter out for the Japanese barbecue. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> because this is his 21st birthday, right? That's how you do that. Yeah, and then yeah. Aunt May is having the secondary birthday party. Everybody's already celebrated. That's why there's probably only four of them there. Mm. She's throwing this birthday party because she needs an excuse to drink. So, you know, That's right. you know yeah. he's a busy guy. He's like, you yeah. know, I celebrated his birthday before. If I got to spend time at Aunt May's house, I'm at least going to, you know, do something useful with this time. Yeah. See, I think it's the opposite. I actually think he was planning on taking him out after this party because he says oh. when he first comes in, he says, what's the deal? You never return my calls. So we know hmm. that they haven't talked in a while, but I think he was going to surprise him and take him out to the Benihana's or whatever uh, tonight. Yeah. And it's like, we didn't get a chance to because you are busy guy, bug, bug guy. Right. Know, we like, didn't plan it out, but I'm going to surprise you and I'm going to take you out when you were done with this Aunt May thing. But then this happens and then he's like, ah, forget it. Cancel the reservations, Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt May does need her occasions to drink. It's true. Uh, God, God bless her for it. Um, she is blackout drunk right now yeah man she passed right out <laughs> she's uh, so blackout drunk she is she has forgotten the past two and a half years <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like it's definitely sad in the moment and sad in terms of like you know, at watching the film as it goes by and we whistle past this it's just like feel sad but like in taking the time to uh actually look at it you know, seen a piecemeal scene at a time. It's like, man, Aunt May, I'm worried about you. Cause that is, <laughs> that's not normal. You shouldn't be doing that. That's too, too much, too much of the, uh, what do we decide? It was a peach drink, some kind of peach and gin. Yeah. Some, some kind of, some kind of, uh, 
peach schnapps. Yeah, yeah, some kind of old lady drink. I don't <laughs> it's know. just a bowl of schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. You're 21 now. Drink up. <laughs> um, and you arrived. How did you arrive at that 21? I mean, obviously, it's fun to think it's his 21st birthday, but like, because well, because that... I I, just, I figured the first movie took place over the course of about a year and he was mm-hmm. he was you know around 17 or 18 when he got yeah. his powers because he was a senior and it ended uh on black friday <laughs> so so i assume that he was 18 he was at least 18 by the time it ended possibly 19 yes because um, which, harry is studying for college classes right in the first right, film exactly yeah. which yeah. would make this you know two years later that put him at in like the 21 you know, 2021, 20, 22 range, depending mm-hmm. on exactly how much time has passed. But yeah. <laughs> and and uh, th- it has to at least be 21 because everyone is drinking in this movie. It's all constantly. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, but the big planet. Yeah. I mean, Harry, Harry could probably, he's Harry rich enough that he could. Is, yeah. yeah. Well, Harry, Harry's rich enough that he could probably just do whatever he wanted, even if he was yeah. underage. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, you know, Mary Jane is, uh, is drinking, uh, you know, uh, champagne or whatever at her engagement party later. So. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's gotta be. Was, was there like, did you guys have like weird 21st birthday interactions with like your immediate family? Like I remember, because I was in college, obviously, when I turned 21, and then I, but I was visiting home on a uh, a block break, is what we called it, because I had I went to a weird school where we took one class at a time, and you take the whole semester in like three and a half weeks, it's like the same class every day, but then you would have these four-day breaks where you didn't have school, and then you could, then you'd come back and start your next class, and so it was like a long weekend where usually you could do like, I don't know, a trip of some kind, or, you know, everybody gets together and, you know, visit someplace, or you go visit your, your folks, and I drove home because it was my birthday on that block break. And it was so weird the like disconnect between like twenty you're twenty one at college woo rage and then like twenty one like with your family and like maybe your sister's boyfriend is there and you're like oh yes I can legally drink now I just remember very clearly my dad being like let me buy you a drink son and I, <laughs> he bought me a draft beer at the like uh, the the fake Irish pub like a few a few doors down from where he lived and then i drank it in front of him tried not to be too weird I'm like there's my one drink that's all i drink dad there it is uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have an aunt may figure yeah <laughs> my my family weren't my family were never big drinkers so mm-hmm. i it, it, like it took a while after i was 21 to be comfortable drinking in front of them because sure yeah they i could feel their eyes silently judging me when i ordered a beer in front of them <laughs> Um, so I tended to not do that until, I don't know, probably my late twenties. And then I was just like, I don't care what you think. I'm drinking this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in my late twenties. I need a drink. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you guys, were you drinkers at the 21 or was that like not a, uh, no, I wasn't similar rite of passage. I, uh, I don't really remember my 21st birthday at all because I, I, I didn't drink, uh, at the time, but, uh, Mm. it's interesting, um, I uh, keep a log of every ticket stub to every movie I've ever been to. And so, yeah, in preparation uh, for these minutes, I went back and found my ticket stub for Spider-Man 2. And uh, I also write down, you know, who I went with and what theater was at. And uh, it sparked a memory. So I was probably, when this came out, I was probably more like in the 23, 24 range. But Uh this this movie was such a big deal that I traveled a couple hours, um, met my brother halfway um, to see this movie with him um 
and uh, we had dinner before the film, and I ordered a uh, Jack and Coke at dinner. And my brothers, my my family is is uh, my brother's a minister, and so um, oh wow, yeah, yeah. My brother uh, definitely raised his eyebrows when I ordered the drink, and <laughs> he's like, "Are you going to be okay to to drive uh, home tonight?" <laughs> Which I thought was very cute because you know we're having dinner, <laughs> I'm having a drink at dinner, and then we're going to watch this two and a half hour long movie, you know. <laughs> Um, so, um, I think I might be sober by then. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with fantastic. the with the half a shot of whiskey, they're probably going to put in yeah. this thing yeah. <laughs> at TGI Fridays. They didn't make them that strong. Yeah, of yeah. course. Oh wow, <laughs> that's really funny. But it was um, it was also a very endearing memory. If he ever listens to this, I don't want to think uh, that I'm making fun of him. But no, it's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's very charming. Um, what about you, John? Oh, no, I'm super boring. I didn't oh, cool. drink then. I still don't drink. I got Perfect. married when I was 20, so, you know. God, um, I love you, man. That's wonderful. I just started having kids and moving on with life. But. <laughs> so I don't, I don't even remember. I don't remember my 21st. What about the first time seeing Spider-Man 2 then? Do you remember that? Like, uh... um, Well, I think when I was on for your first season, I mentioned mm-hmm. that uh, inter- interesting interaction with my wife on this, that we didn't mm-hmm. see Spider-Man in the theater because – it was early on with all of this stuff. She still wasn't sure what she thought about it. Sure. Um, but we saw, we watched Spider-Man at home and she was, you know, she actually, I mentioned it before that she actually apologized to me. She's like, we should definitely watch these things. Aww. So, so we did uh, see Spider-Man 2 in the theater and I don't necessarily remember it specifically, but I, I do remember, oh, there is one memory um, later in this movie. Uh, now, these minutes that we're covering are pretty sad. Yes, um, like they're, they're they're pathetically sad, but I do like later in the movie um, when it, you know they are just dumping on Peter throughout this movie, and, and I remember a couple times that my wife and I just laughed at some of those moments when nobody else did. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that is the Sam Raimi of it all. That like uh, you know every scene in this is really hammering on this theme of like the difficulty of you know actually living up to your ideals and whatnot. Um, but it's done in a way where it's, they're being harsh to the character, but it's fun, you know? Like, mm-hmm, it's so yeah. sad that you start laughing occasionally. I think that's part of the the tone that he aims at that can sometimes be like, um, I, like I mentioned last week, there's some people that I talked about these films. I'm like, yeah, I like those movies, but it's hard for me to watch because like he, things are so hard for him. I'm like, yeah, but that's Spider-Man. And it's it's also not like... I don't know. It's not like you're watching an episode of This Is Us version of sad. It's like sad in terms of like, oh boy, poor Peter. You know, like it is, there's a certain fun charm to like life dumping on Peter Parker. We're like, yep, yep. That's Peter. Yeah, because he, we all know that he still gets to be Spider-Man. So yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a little give and take. <laughs> but much like Jack on This Is Us, they have killed <laughs> Uncle Ben like seven times. So... <laughs> Indeed, indeed they have. I am, um, I don't know, I don't want to go on a This Is Us tangent, but it's, I had a day where I was hired, because I do stand-in work here in, in Los Angeles, and I was hired for uh, a This Is Us promo day they were doing, um, where they were going to interview uh, a couple of the main heavy hitters in the cast about a very important episode. And I was the stand-in for Milo Ventimiglia, and um, when we, you know, we sat in these, like, you know, in the set, in the little house, but it was like, it, it slowly dawned on me that we weren't shooting a normal promo. They were just going to be, like, talking about a very special episode. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And, um, you know, we got there, we got the light set up, and then we were still waiting for the actors to arrive because they were shooting something 
on the main unit and we had to wait for the actors to arrive and then when i went back to like sit in my chair and like read my book somebody came over with like a big old document and be like you have to sign this nda and i was like i'm already under an nda from like central you know i can't talk about things you know before they're released like it's fine they're like no this is an extra special one and what i learned was when they came in to do the the big discussion it was the episode where you learn how a main character dies and they just spoiled it all. So like I just sat there oh, in the corner. The Super hearing, Bowl episode. <laughs> this yeah, hearing all the details of the Super Bowl episode. And then uh, you know, I guess I signed away that like if I ever like spoke a word of like the the secrets that were revealed, they could like sue me for like two or three million dollars. So I was like, all right. Wow. Maybe I will watch that episode when it comes out. So <laughs> it was funny. I don't know. Um uh, Aunt May is sad, just like people when they watch this. Episode. I'm pretty uh, sure she has Alzheimer's. Um, I, I w- this is not if ideal. I was Peter, yeah. I would be really worried. This is not uh-huh. normal behavior. Uh, 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 waking up confused about when and where you are is not. That's that's not good. That is not yeah. good. Yeah, that's like a maybe in the dream thing that I would be fine with. If you're like, I I get like, oh, I had a dream that I was somewhere else. And then I and I wake up and oh I have to remind myself that no Ben's not here. But to wake up and be like, oh what oh no oh it was years ago like that is. Mm, and then like deal. looking around and being like, what 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 is this? Where am I? Uh, that's uh, not that's not good. That is not good. Yeah. I've had uh, family members who had Alzheimer's, and that is. Oh that, no! That would that's an early sign. That's not good. Yeah. That's not ideal. That is, yeah, that is not, that is not good. The waking up confused, that is, um, Mm -hmm. that is definitely an early sign. Yeah. For sure. At least she, she like lands back in where she is fairly quickly. Like maybe that's them trying to like take the sting out of it. They're like, yeah, don't think too much on the implications here. Oh, I, I, I actually, I just feel like it's a, it's sort of a moment of Sam and, and everyone just sort of not being sensitive to alzheimer's and just being mm, like ah mm. wacky old people stuff right like what do old people do oh i guess they're senile write a line about that <laughs> yeah um, right exactly <laughs> that's what i think it's more probably it, i think that's probably what's going on here more so than yeah. um, than anything else yeah um, i don't i don't think they're actually saying that anime has is senile or has alzheimer's but um it's not good uh, no, they just wanted a quick little jab at us. Uh, to our credit, though, I think Rosemary Harris sells sells the moment and then like glides mm-hmm. us into the rest of the conversation fairly, mm-hmm. fairly easily. Um, she's she's a great like you know charming old nice lady. Uh, I don't know. She mm-hmm. reminds me of like an amalgamation of my grandmas and the landlord I had once, and she's just great. <laughs> <laughs> a nice landlord, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fond memories of. Does she have a does she have a run in her cardigan? Is that on her shoulder? It would, or is or, it like a, a like a detail of some kind? I like can't a, tell. I don't know. Like an open weave. It looks um, like it looks it's it seems like it's a weird spot for a open weave sort of design thing. I think yeah, it is I, though, actually. 
Okay. I think just looking at the other side, like not up up on her shoulders, but like the main form of the cardigan, like on the other side, you can see that oh, there's yeah. like a, okay, a detail on, that sort of runs the length. But like, okay. I guess her collar just makes it just seem like there's a corner of her yeah. sweater. That's like, I, I was like, I was like, God, how holes. bad she's like wearing a holy sweater. Like they're really. <laughs> well, she's broke. We know that, you know. Yeah. yeah. She switched to plastic plants in the windowsill. I mean, come on. Old, that's old, like... broken senile. This poor woman. We know how much she loved plants. They're on everything she owns, and she had to switch to, to plastic ones because she couldn't. Save all her money for those hams. I know, yeah. <laughs> how how long did it take her to save up for that ham? Unless no, 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 no. Peter ham. got it for free from it work. It's <laughs> Christmas, it's a, it's a bugle ham. A, bu- <laughs> a bugle ham that we put in the freezer for a couple months and then brought out on your birthday. As as Actually, Jonathan pointed out, it is the it is the spider ham because yeah. Oh, yeah. he uh. he earned it taking pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> when when this is Peter's think- spider ham. Peter's spider ham. <laughs> when do we think Peter's birthday is? Like I I went and checked around and like there's not like a canonical like agreed upon Peter birthday, but in the in the world of this movie at least like. What time of year is this? Like, I think is... this is fall, mm, um, like or early like fall, like maybe? like like late like late summer, early fall is what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, based on like the clothes everyone's wearing, because no one's wearing like coats. But right, yeah. But Peter's wearing layers, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and school yeah. is in session because he's right. late to classes he doesn't go to, so it can't right. be like in the thick of summer. Or I'm thinking winter. early October. Okay, yeah, yeah. October. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Canonical. Doc, October. Doc October. Yeah. Doc October. Oh, I'm going to celebrate the heck out of Doc October this year. Thank I you. I think we'll October. still be doing this uh, podcast in Doc October. Perfect. So, <laughs> Doc October. Now, whether this is the 2.1 or the 2.0 or whatever version, I want to know how awkward the goodbye was. <laughs> like all three, when the three of them realize that May is asleep and then they're just like, now what do we do? <laughs> Because she was the driving force of this party. I guess we got other places to be, Pete. Uh, sorry, bye. Yeah, well, yeah. I think I think Harry's goodbye could be pretty. Uh, I mean, I I don't think I don't think his would need to be super awkward because he could always use work as an excuse to get out of there. Um, sure, pretty yeah. pretty quickly and un unawkwardly. Uh, I think Mary Jane's is probably a little more awkward, but as we'll find out on Friday in Friday's minute. Mary Jane is just far. yeah, she's just popping next door to go say right. hi right. to her mom. The only like indictment of my imagined version of what the goodbyes could be like is the fact that it's like she she asks him if everybody had a good time, and he doesn't even just say like, "Oh yeah, of course." He says, "I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. You you tried your best." <laughs> well, he probably doesn't even know he's in another reality as we know you know he's, he's, right. he's, just, he's just taking a guess now uh, who who did the did aunt may clean the dishes before she fell asleep or did did mary jane do the dishes or did i love the idea of her just get just getting blasted and doing the dishes <laughs> <laughs> like she cranks up the record player and is like dancing while she like Throws suds everywhere. Oh my Jesus god! And then like, fell asleep on the thing on the yeah. table. Oh, did everyone really have a good loose. time? You certainly did. <laughs> um, it was like passive aggressive, Peter. Yeah. 
Big night out for May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is Peter? I mean, I understand it logistically is better for him to live in the city, but he's seeing that she's hurting financially because she's stockpiling hams in the fridge. But, you know, <laughs> it, he also can't make rent. Why is he not moving back in, you know, to combine financial resources? It's, my, um, my my guess is that uh, Al- Alvin Sargent's uh, 70-year-old brain um, – that's just not how things were done when he was a young man. So (laughs) it just, you know, it doesn't, it does. I don't even think it would cross his mind to do something like that. Whereas, you know, millennials, we we're like totally comfortable with having to move back home if we have to. Right. Um, right. But I think, I think his generation, you know, that, that sort of baby boomer generation comes from a world where like, Oh, moving back in with family is a, that you're, you're a failure if you do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. no one would do that because what, what about your pride? Um, right. Yeah. Mo- yeah. Moving back into the house. Aren't you over 17? You know, yeah. Like, so even, yeah. even the idea of like helping her, like, I think, I think his thought process is like, well, Peter's not in a place to help her. So why would they move? Cause the idea of like, oh, well they can just be roommates and help pay the bills together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that, I don't think that would even cross his mind to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this version of Peter maybe is like hoping to become magically wealthy and then support her. Right. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The the I, I, I find that a lot of the the weird sort of old fashioned logic in these move in these movies and these Raimi films can be explained by the fact that Alvin Sargent had a really large hand in writing all three of them. Fair. Yeah. I can I can buy that. Um Yeah. Yeah. It is the, there's a thread in these movies about that um, I used to never even think about in terms of like the financial woes of Aunt May, where it was, I, I guess it always felt like it used to be a sort of like, you know, shorthand for life is hard without Uncle Ben. Um, but now it kind of like sticks out a little bit as a like, why aren't you helping? You know, like, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just like where the economy is now. And like, Cause she never had, she never yeah. had problems money problems really in the comics uh yeah. in in the in the in the lee stuff the early amazing spider-man stuff that was more of like an ultimate spider-man thing yeah where may was yeah. always having problems paying stuff because things like mortgage were like m- much more of an issue uh yeah. <laughs> in the in the 90s than and, and the early aughts than they were in the 60s um yeah. you know so i i i think that this is just a um you know, changing with the times sort of idea. Uh, because mm. I don't know, Peter, I mean, you can't do the thing that they did in the comics, which is like, like you described earlier, um, mm. the, the thing with, uh, oh, I can't, Aunt May can't find out my secret. She would die of shock. Right, right. You know, I mean, in, in the first 100 issues of Amazing Spider-Man, Aunt May is unconscious in like 80 of them. Well, um, this is a tribute to that, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> Today's minute. Is, right, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> totally just blackout drunk all the time um <laughs> maybe that's why he doesn't tell her because she would just get drunk and tell everybody you're right oh yes, yeah that's, that's it true. yeah 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 i can't i can't tell Aunt may she'll get a little sauced and then tell mj's mom and then where will we be everybody right. <laughs> everyone will know the whole the yeah. whole the whole little ants club would know she's a gossip queen yeah <laughs> neighbors see her dancing in the house with the spider-man mask on <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa or she's she's so proud of her uh her her boy that she like will put bumper stickers places like you know those uh 
those my child is like a, a <laughs> an honor student, student yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah honor student such a thing my boy spider-man <laughs> my, my nephew is spider-man maybe that can be a part of the merch store um <laughs> oh yeah that's that's good late capitalism um yeah i don't know other thoughts about aunt may and her sadness it's sad i i hate that she's struggling with money and i don't know i've i i had a grandma that had a perpetual like she got divorced very late in life from my grandpa Mm -hmm. and uh she just had perpetual financial issues um yeah i mean she still does occasionally because she just sure sure she just wasn't you know she was like i didn't i that wasn't my job that's not what i did so yeah you yeah. know, she got married at 19, and so she never had to deal with the money stuff because mm. that was what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as soon as she gets – she becomes uh, independent, she doesn't really know how to, um, but she has no interest in, like, marrying again. So it's just, like, I, yeah. you know, what do, what do you – what do you do? You know, you can't it's, – it's hard to teach someone at that age, you know, very basic things like uh, – financial independence and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, budgeting so. and whatnot. Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. It works It works in the movie. It certainly does uh, tug at the heartstrings where it's supposed to. I, You know, but I will say this. How old is Aunt May in this? How old do you think she is? Oh, boy. Uh, I can tell you how old the actress is. Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe we can do some... 77. Okay, so she it's currently or in this movie? In this in this film, okay. In this film, so she's seventy seven years old. So she's been she's been pulling Social Security since her mid sixties. Yeah. So twelve years of Social Security, let's just say, um, mm-hmm. or we'll just we'll call it ten. But yeah. ten years of pulling on Social Security, we know that Uncle Ben was still working. Y- yes. So because he lost his job at the beginning of the first movie, so I what. I, I just – I want to know about their whole financial situation because it sounds to me like Uncle Ben just wasn't great at money <laughs> stuff because if yeah. it, why does she still have a mortgage at 77? Well, he yeah. says in that first film, he says – there's a line where he says, we've been down and out before. We'll be all right. So he's – you know, That's his employment has been spotty. Yeah. 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 I guess I guess you're he was right. He's still like a senior electrician at some plant or whatever. Like, Right. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I feel like that might have must have been a salary position when it was. Like, I almost wondered if he meant, you know, when we were like in our twenties. Oh, was he that, a like, senior <laughs> electrician? No, that's an hourly job. That's not. Oh, that's not salary. Yeah, not a. Uh, yeah, no, I was thinking of. <laughs> I was thinking electrician in terms of uh, movie titles, not uh, <laughs> right. people that work on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, regular, regular electrician at like the factory. No, that's a. Yes, that's an yeah. hourly. That's an hour oh. hourly job. Uh, <sighs> these poor in, in New York, he probably got paid. I mean, I mean, probably pretty good money, like probably twenty six, twenty seven dollars an hour, something like that. Yeah, um, but not like regular hours, or um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess that, that depends on uh, is he actually a, a licensed electrician, or was he just an electrician it, at the plant? Like he had some minimum kind of certification, but he he had to not. he had to be because he was a senior electrician. So right, yeah. So yeah. that means he must have been in charge of the department at that point. You would hmm. think, yeah, yeah. But they could have just been like a maintenance department, and he was like the senior electrician. But they, yeah. you know, because that's true. Whether whether they required him to be a, a master electrician or, or journeyman or whatever. Right. I'm just I'm just really blown away that she still has a mortgage at 77 years old. 
Yeah, what was this like a seventy-year mortgage? Like, was it- or or did she take out a mortgage on her house when Ben died? Ooh, to restore the classic. Oh, oh. no, that oh. freaking car! <laughs> there we are. We've cracked the code. We cracked it. Like she it. took out a second mortgage because she didn't want to work, and Social Security wasn't enough. Oh, that's really yeah. sad. And he wouldn't have Ben would have no pension because he got he like got let go. Yeah, he didn't retire. He so he has no pension. Oh, that sucks. Boy, howdy! Yeah, Parkers are not in a great spot. Oh um, boy, that Parker. So luck. If we have Parker if we luck. have the ages right, that she's seventy seven and he's twenty one. So they were she was fifty six when he was born. Yeah, yeah. that's uh. That'd be pretty rough. Like, what? What? When did? Uh, do they ever say in the movies like when they took him in? I don't think in these movies it's ever made clear. No, uh, no, no. Yeah. just at some yeah. point when he was young. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point, Jonathan. I, you know, uh, there was a lot of complaining. I felt like uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming with the, how young they made Aunt May with Marissa Tomei, mm-hmm. but she's fifty-three, right? Which I think is a more appropriate age. You know, to be an aunt of a right. You know, well, in that movie, I guess a high schooler, but still. Sure. Yeah. No, the default is much weirder than the update. Uh, yeah. The, the, the update is way more normal. Uh, yeah. It's but but it normal if you're doing like direct aunt. But I mean, she could be a great a great aunt. Yeah. Um, or something. Yeah. I suppose something like that. Yeah. Well, or she's what I, I think in the like at least regular continuity, she uh, Ben was. Peter's father's brother, right? Like that's where yes. the yeah yeah. But yeah. there's there was a there was quite a, there was a substantial age difference, I think, between oh ben in and the brothers. Brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think sense. Peter's father was the youngest brother, mm-hmm. um, and and Ben was much older, so. the oldest brother probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we uh, we get to the bottom of the mysteries here on Spider Man. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Trying to figure out the Parker family curse <laughs> oh. <laughs> man. Oh, did, so so did she oh man that's sad she so she married into the curse yeah yes exactly yeah <laughs> now she's oh. left to shoulder it oh. yeah it's yeah. cursed her household from day one uh yeah in uh, fact things were getting better and then peter crossed the threshold and no <laughs> <laughs> just went to hell again <laughs> Do you think that's why Uncle Ben got laid off because he kept having to leave a little early to pick him up from school and things like that? Oh, maybe. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I reject all of this reality and substitute my own. No, thank it's you. Terrible. That's really um, sad. <laughs> so, uh, so Jonathan, when we had you on last season, we asked you about uh, about your uh, connection to Spider Man as a character, but David. What uh, do you do? You, do you remember growing up with Spider-Man? What was the first time that you remember? I don't know seeing Spider-Man or. Well, I probably saw him first in uh, um, so my brother. I mentioned uh, was that this episode. Anyways, I have an older brother. Um, <laughs> he's a bigger nerd than I am. He uh, started out at a really young age buying Avengers uh, comic books, which I thought was the most amazing thing ever, and I yeah. wanted to do that too, of course. <laughs> and so he told me I couldn't buy Avengers because he was buying that. So I ended up getting <laughs> West West Coast Avengers, <laughs> as you do. Oh, man. <laughs> But uh, so I'm sure I probably the official uh, Avengers book of little brothers everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure that's where I first came in contact with Spider-Man. It must be was in Avengers, but um, probably my strongest connection or what I remember the most was um, the uh, 
um amazing spider-man run with uh uh oh my gosh i can't believe i'm gonna uh eric larson oh, oh right yeah. of course oh yeah yeah, that's where I kind of really connected, um, and of course the Todd McFarlane um, Spider-Man stuff sure. too. But um, mm-hmm. that, that late eighties, late eighties, early nineties stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that the yeah the the Todd McFarlane I think era gets a lot of play, probably more than it actually deserves. I didn't say that, um, <laughs> but but uh, I think you're right. I think the Eric Larson stuff deserves more credit than uh, it usually gets. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that guy sure. in general actually deserves his art is still amazing to me. Yeah. No, it's still great. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the, I would argue, I, he's probably the best artist from that group of guys. Um, mm. Those, those late 80s, early 90s, because it was Eric Larson, Todd McFarlane, Rob Liefeld, and Jim Lee. And yeah. I, you know, a lot of people will say, well, Jim Lee is obviously the best artist, but I actually, I I I get that people like him, but I I find that um, sometimes his uh, anatomy can not look natural, and then sure. his storytelling isn't my favorite. Uh, I'm a big proponent for storytelling in comics. Like, how are you telling the story mm-hmm. with the with the way that you're you're drawing it? Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Jim Lee mostly just does like just. Oh, pretty I'm, things. yeah, pretty like pretty things like, yeah. oh, I'm going to I'm going to yeah. pose all these characters in a way where yeah, I can sell this page. Pages. Right. I can I can sell this page for fifteen thousand dollars. Um, <laughs> whereas uh, I think Eric Larson was probably the best storyteller of of the four of them. Um, yeah. I would agree. Yeah, with that. I, yeah. I, I really liked Eric Larson. I came into. uh yeah, and to like the end of his run with Amazing Spider-Man, and then moved into Mark Mark uh, Bagley. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I liked Eric Larson. Um, yeah, I like Jim Lee too. But but yeah, his always his stuff always seemed kind of uh, like sterile, or like it's very clean, but just sterile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's its own thing. Um, yeah. All right, well, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having, for having us. us. Yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah. A, it's been a blast. <laughs> Absolutely, um, we'll we'll have to we'll have to you know have you back and get you maybe some more fun minutes for Spider Man Three. <laughs> I mean, we had fun talking about the minutes, even if the minutes themselves were sad. And that is true. Awkward. That is yeah. true. <laughs> um, this is a lot of fun. So, uh, one more time, where can people find you now and in the future? Uh, you guys can find us, uh, Jonathan and I, uh, at uhf62nd.com, the uhf62nd.com, mm-hmm. uh, where we will shortly begin uh, talking about the movie UHF, minute by minute, kind awesome. of. Minute by minute, kind of. I love it. All right. Uh, yep. That kind of is uh, intriguing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll have to tune in to find out what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, go check out uh, moviesbyminutes.com where you can, you'll, you'll be able to find, uh, I guess, eventually you'll be able to find um, UHF over there as along uh-huh. with um, like 90 other Movies by Minute shows. Uh, if, there's, yeah. if there's a movie that you like, uh, like Princess Bride, for example. Um, yeah. 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 Go, uh, go, go check out moviesbyminutes.com. You can find links to all of those shows there um if there's a if you have a favorite movie and uh, we're not already covering it go check out moviesbyminutes.com because i bet you i bet you somebody else probably is and if they're not you should do it so there we go beautiful <laughs> all right we'll be back tomorrow with minute 14 bye everybody bye, bye.